my beautiful people. How's it going? I know yesterday was podcast Monday and I was supposed to do my podcast. But honestly speaking, I got caught up in homeschooling, got caught up in my own coaching. And I literally, I don't know, somehow it just slipped in my mind that I had to record a podcast before the midget made it home so that it would be no commotion. And, um, yeah, I am recording a podcast outside this morning. Um, I just, I guess I need to vent for a sec. I'm not sure. I am not even recording the video of this because I I know y'all can hear the cars zooming in the background most likely um, because they're very stinking loud. So I hope that I don't sound so low because y'all know I got a bad habit of talking low. Unless I'm all hyped up and then I get loud. But um, I had my psychiatrist appointment yesterday, right? And talking to my psychiatrist, I realized I'm going in and out of depression. And this is, like, frustrating and stressful because it triggers the PTSD and then it triggers the bipolar and then no matter what, it's like, it's not that I see any, you know, things negative or anything like that. It's more kind of like, if I had my legs, I could just do this myself. And I don't have to stress over having my oldest having to do everything or fighting with my middle one to help my oldest or fighting with my young one to clean up after herself. Like, I'm just so used to doing it all on my own. And you would think after a year and a half of sitting in a wheelchair and being limited to what I can do, I'd be accustomed to it by now. But I'm not because I see my family struggling and I don't like it, you know, and I really, really don't like at all. And I think that's what causes my depression to come in and out, in and out. Like, it's hard to be living in one room, all four of us. It's not easy. It's not it's not like, oh, my God, it's terribly hard, like. I can't take this. This is too much. It's not that type of hard. It's a difficult type of hard. It's like my kids are trying their darn hardest, but it's like I just I'm so used to with my OCD, everything being in its place and everything having a place. And as soon as I use it, I put it back. My kids are not like that. Like I can be like, hey, this isn't put back yet. Okay, I'm going to put it back. I'll get sidetracked doing what I'm doing. And then something will make me realize it's still not put away. And then I'll be like, so this is still not put away. Oh, shoot, I forgot. Okay, I'm going to get to it. And sometimes it's four or five times going that through that back and forth before it actually gets done. And with me, if somebody would have mentioned it to me the first time, I would have did it the first time. Just gotten it out the way. Like just I would have just completed it you know what I'm saying so then this way I wouldn't have had to come do it again later or forget or anything like that but it's stressful because I'd be trying so hard not to say anything not to speak not to let it like trigger me not to let it cause me to get overwhelmed or anything like that so that I don't you know have a bad mood I'm not in a bad mood where the bipolar doesn't kick in but it's difficult it is very difficult like I feel like we're cleaning every day 
every day we're cleaning. Every single day. Because every single day somebody's forgetting to put something away. Somebody's forgetting to pick up something. Somebody's forgetting to pick up after themselves. And when you're in one room, obviously the mess looks bigger. It may not be a mess to somebody else. It may just look unorganized to somebody else. But to me, it looks like a mess. And that's the way my brain registers it. And then it gets overwhelmed and frustrated because it's like, I don't want to live in chaos. You know, I don't want to live in a mess. But it's really not a mess. Like, I don't know how to explain it to you guys. I don't know how to explain it to anybody for anybody to understand it, to be honest with you. Because I'm still fully trying to understand it myself. Like, I don't get why I get so triggered. I don't get why it overwhelms me so much and why it drives me insane. Like, if it wasn't for the psychiatrist appointment yesterday, that was actually supposed to be today, but she had a conflict in her scheduling, so she bumped me up. I wouldn't have realized, like, I'm still struggling to get into a routine because I'm still struggling from both of these moves. And I'm still struggling from the last year of my life. Like, it's hard. I have my stuff together for a lot of stuff. But it's like just that daily routine, that daily, that, that, daily interaction, the daily clean, whatever the case may be, like, it's just, it's a lot. I wish I had space so we can all have room. Like, I've been doing a lot more praying, working on my relationship with God. Because what do they say? These shall ask and y'all shall receive. So I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm, I'm asking, I'm building my relationship stronger with God. Don't get me wrong. I've always been a God-fearing person. I've always, you know what I'm saying, had my faith in God. It may not be like everybody else's. I may not speak about it a lot. I may not touch bases on it a lot, but I know God is working in me and my family, and I know God is working for us. It's just the patience of waiting until something comes along or the patience of waiting and knowing that when is the right time like that's what I struggle with like right now I haven't been looking for apartments why I don't know it's like I get frustrated because okay I may look for all these apartments but then how am I going to get there to see it so then I can figure out if I want to apply for it it's like so much it's just a little too much. You know what I'm saying? And it just becomes too much to handle. Like, it becomes way too much to handle. And it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Like, I just... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just know it messes with me. Like, for example, last night, Stinkadoodle. She left a cup of apple juice on the nightstand. But because she sleeps, her and Delano sleep while and they sleep in the same bed. Her pillows knocked out the cup off the nightstand. And the cup fell on the floor. So when I went to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I'm like, why is my sock a little bit wet? Like, 
You know what I'm saying? This was like at five something in the morning, I think it was. Like, why is my sock a little bit wet? But, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, maybe some water spilled. But then I'm like, no, because the only thing I had next to me was my soda. And it was so little left in that can that if it would have fell, it wouldn't have spilled out. So I'm like, it couldn't have been that. Then when I finally fully get up in the morning, like, we can turn the lights on. That's when I realized that the cup of apple juice had fallen on the floor. So then I send my, I go to my, tell my daughter, I'm like, yo, can you clean up the apple juice? She cleans up the apple juice, but only cleans up the section that she sees. And this is part of the autism. And I know this. And that's why I try not to spaz. Like, it doesn't dawn on their autism to look for the source of a problem. Um, so... I look back down on the floor again on my side of the bed. The cup is still there. The shirt that's wet with the apple juice is still there. I'm like, Biba, so you just wipe one part and leave the rest still with apple juice on the floor? And she was like, I didn't see a cup. I didn't. I'm just looking at it on the floor and I'm, I'm biting my tongue because I want to be such a sarcastic bitch. Like I really want to be a sarcastic bitch and be like, so you really can't see that fucking black cup on the fucking floor. Like, you're really going to sit here and tell me that you cannot see that black fucking cup on the fucking floor. But then I said, you know what, Lynette, just chill. Just breathe. Just hoosah. You already know it's part of the autism. You already know it could be garbage right in front of them and they don't see it. You know this. So don't get mad. Don't get angry. Just be patient. Be calm. Be cool. Be collective. Just hoosah. Just hoosah. Like, just don't, don't let it get the best of you. And... It's hard to do that because in my brain, my common sense says, hey, there's a spill. Let's find out where it came from. Let's clean it all up. Let's do this. But because I know because of the autism, I know it's not like that. So I try to just bite my tongue and not like, you know, say anything that's going to come out in a messed up way or, you know, I'm saying too aggressive hurtful because the one thing I learned from my mother is a lethal tongue I can hurt you with my words real quick and I don't like that I don't like that I don't think that's I left my gloves upstairs like a dumbass I don't think that's appropriate I don't think it's the right way to parent and that's why I try to work on my bipolar so that I don't do that but I this depression is like it's annoying because it changes all the time like Yesterday, I started crying for no reason. I was watching a video. I was watching a reel. And this stepdad in the reel was showing how he basically takes the time to show his son. His stepson, and he put stepson in parentheses and put son in capital letters all. How he is not a mistake. And how basically, you know what I'm saying, they're blessed to have him even though his biological dad is not the one that's there and he's the one that's there. He's trying to show, you know what I'm saying, his his son that he loves him unconditionally regardless. And then the song that's playing goes perfectly well with the video. So I start crying. Tears start coming down because I'm sitting here like, when are my kids going to have a dad that's actually going to care and love for them? When are my kids going to have a complete family that's going to be there to support them and have their backs like it's a lot it's a lot my kids want another parental figure my kids want somebody to be there and have their back and love them unconditionally yet they only have me 
And in my opinion, they got the short end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? Because with all the in and outs that I do with my bipolar and everything else, it's a hit or miss with me sometimes. One minute I can be happy and everything can be okay and certain things don't bother me. And the next minute, everything is falling on me and I'm feeling like I'm about to have a whole anxiety attack. And then I hate it because if I say the wrong thing or I start too early with Biba since the car accident, she loses her voice and her ability to talk. So if I am in a triggered state, even if I'm not yelling, because I really don't try not to do the yelling anymore at all, in no shape or form. Like, I'll try to bite my tongue, but then that makes it harder for me because I'm holding everything in. And then I'm trying not to react at the same time. That's a lot. That's a lot to do. It's a lot to try to bite your tongue and not react. And, and, and when you're constantly triggered, that's very difficult. But... Yeah, I did forget yesterday was podcast day. I remembered, don't get me wrong, but then the day just went through and I forgot. So this morning when I woke up and I had my sock wet because of the juice, it was like, oh, Lord, here we go. We're going to have a a, a so-so day. We already started off with something triggering me. Like, why does it have to be this way? And then it frustrates me when I realize that (coughs) she's lost her voice. Because then it's like, oh, man, now I got to communicate with her somehow. And I know it frustrates her. It doesn't frustrate me, honestly, trying to figure out what she's saying. It just is like, really, do we have to go through this stage right now? Like... But I know her body does that, and there's nothing that I can do about it. But then it stresses me out as her parent. Because I feel like I caused that. You know what I'm saying? I caused for her to lose her voice. I caused for her to be so overwhelmed or frustrated or stressed out or whatever it is that takes her voice away. I caused that. Like right now, this morning, she can't talk because of what transpired this morning like just over the apple cup the apple juice and the cup like it wasn't anything major but yet it took her voice away because it overwhelmed her and I don't like that I don't like overwhelming her I don't like overwhelming any of my kids I know they're dealing with this just like I'm dealing with it and it's hard It is really hard. It is hard to deal with things and see your kids suffer because of you. Especially when all you want is just the best for them and nothing else. Like, I just needed to let this all out so that I could have a better productive day and then hopefully get her voice back and back on track. But... Yeah, this depression is messing with me, and it's messing with my PTSD, and it's messing with my bipolar, and it's not a cute picture. Like, it's like every single day I have one trigger or another trigger or something else. It's like I just can't wake up one day and be fully, completely, like, free. 
And that's why I be such a stickler about having the place clean because I know for me, having the place clean would leave me with less triggers, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I don't know, guys. I know that we need to find a place soon. So if you guys are God-fearing people, I would really appreciate y'all sending some prayers up for us to be able to find a place soon so that we can have our own space. At this point, I'll even take a two-bedroom. I'm not even... I'm not even being picky because two bedrooms is more space than one room. And the kids can find their own way to have their own space and their own, you know, time to get together and get themselves on the right track. So I'm just going to ask that y'all shoot some prayers. I'd greatly appreciate it. And then in the same sentence, I'm going to ask to sign up for my workshop I have coming up on Thursday. I have my workshop coming up at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's a get-to-know-me workshop, get-to-know-what-I-do and why I do what I do. And I'll give a couple of tips on parenting. Um, But I'm looking forward to it. So far, no one has registered. So it'll just be me showing up, apparently. But it's okay, because I'm still going to give my presentation, even if no one shows up, as if someone was there, because... I'm practicing on getting comfortable with doing lives and being present live and not just recording. So I'm going to just use it as an experience to, you know what I'm saying, get more comfortable with my own skin and talking to people live. But it would be awesome if anybody would register and just show up. You know what I'm saying? Have some questions or, you know, the discussion. Like, this is for y'all. It's not... For me, I already know what I do and why I do what I do. Like, I already got my parenting figured out. I know what I've done wrong in the past years, and I've corrected all of that. And I move forward differently. But it doesn't hurt to just find out. You know what I'm saying? See if it's something that you can use in your life. It doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. It just means you need help. You need support. You need accountability. There ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. In no shape or your form. It's okay to need someone to hold you accountable. It's okay to need someone to help you. Like, and I'm, when I have my coaching clients, so I have two right now. I'm, my time is their time. No matter what time they call me, I answer the phone. They text me, I reply. They need me for anything, I'm there. It doesn't matter if that's not our coaching session, if it's not our time. If anything happened and they need to talk to me, I'm there. So whenever anybody signs up for my coaching program, I'm yours. You got me for them 90 days. Them 90 days, I'm at your beck and call whenever you need me. Them 90 days, I'm there to help you walk through whatever you need to walk through. Figure out whatever you need to figure out and just be there with you through every step of the way. That's what gives me motivation. That's what gives me thrive. That's what allows me to wake up every single day knowing that there's so many people out there that can use my services, that can use my help. But you may be like me. Oh, I got this. Or I don't want anybody to think I'm a bad parent. Man, I don't think anybody's a bad parent. I think I'm a bad parent. But my kids tell me I'm not. But I think I am. 
you know, and that's because they don't have a dad, we don't have our own place to live, we don't have our own transportation, they have a mom in a wheelchair, bro, in a wheelchair, okay, they have a mom who used to run around with them, who used to clean up everything, who always had everything together, and then now they have a mom who is trying to keep her stuff together and not let everything else play a factor in how I show up on a daily basis but I know this and because I know this I work very hard every day to make sure that I'm showing up as myself like this morning when I realized I was triggered I'd left to go smoke a cigarette and didn't let anybody come with me because I was like let me just get away let me just regroup and let me just start all over again I know I just woke up And then I did my morning pages to get out whatever was bothering me, which I did write it out. And then I was like, you know what? I forgot podcast. Let's do it on a podcast, too. And let's just really let it out so that this way it's not going to be something that's going to bother me the rest of the day. So that's what this is right now. And I do apologize again for missing podcast day. Like, it was not intentional. I it really was not intentional. I had a topic and everything, and I was going to discuss it, but, you know what I'm saying, life happened, and it didn't work out that way, but thank you so much for listening, thank you so much for always supporting us, thank you so much for just being a part of our lives, and a part of our journey, and just watching us grow, and watching us, you know, do better, and things like that, so I hope that you guys have a blessed, blessed Tuesday, like, and I hope that you make it as productive as possible, be blessed.